welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com. Well, it's still Friday, the 3rd of March, 2017. I was talking so long on that earlier episode that uh, the rain's actually stopped here now. So that's all good, isn't it? This one is going to be very different. That one was a little bit introspective, but with the purpose of getting the message out there that if you've got similar issues, if you're dealing with any similar issues, you can sort it out and do so before it's too late. Now, I also mentioned in that last podcast that it had been quite a while since my previous episode. And I hinted that I'd been doing an awful lot of work, yes, with my clients, with videos and voiceovers for clients, but also in this course that I'm putting together. And I'm going to be honest with you, um, and you're thinking, what, more honesty? We had all the honesty we would handle in that last episode. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. There's been a couple of times over the last uh, week or so that thoughts crossed my mind, you know, to ask myself, have I bitten off more than I can chew? (laughs) And uh, because this, I, I'm really excited about this course. I, I promise you, I am really, really excited about this course. But it is growing and growing and growing because what I want to do is provide this, this introduction to creating video, but not just one type of video. I want to provide an introduction to lots of different types of ways that you can create video so that you can then look at these different ways and think, yeah, I'm interested in finding out more about that one. So by the time you've gone through the course, you'll know enough to get started in any one of these fields. But there'll be so much more you can learn because, hey, I've been doing this for quite a few years now and I'm still learning every day. But in creating that, what I thought initially was going to be probably a couple of weeks to take me take me to do that is it, going to stretch. It's going to stretch into a few months, I think. I'm hoping not many months because I want to get this out there. I want to get helping people. But that's why I've been so quiet, because this is a big job. It's exciting, I'm enjoying it, but it is a big job. But this idea of sometimes you feel as though you've bitten off more than you can chew, most of the time, you haven't. You haven't. It just, things have got a little bit heavy, and that's what's happened with me. Things have got a little bit big on me, and you think, oh, gosh, how am I going to get through this? But you will get through it. And some things, sometimes, take more time than you'd anticipated. And if they do, you've got to give them the time. You've got to give them the time it takes to, to get them done. I think it was, was it Warren Buffett, I think, who said you can't get a baby in a month by getting nine women pregnant. And it's sort of like that. Some things you just have to go through the processes. But let's go back to this idea of, of feeling overwhelmed, th- feeling that, you know, it's, this is just too much for me. I wanted to tell you a story about something that happened a, a couple of years or so ago. That's not in the slightest bit related to creating videos or creating a course or any of that stuff. But it is related to this idea that I'm not sure I can handle this. A couple of years back, I was out with my little dog, Jack. And if you're a regular listener, I've mentioned Jack quite a lot. I've also probably mentioned that he's a Jack Russell Terrier. Well, that's not strictly true. He's actually what's known as a Parson Russell Terrier. Now, if you know the difference, you don't need me to tell you this next bit, but if you don't know the difference, because I'll be honest, until we got him, I wasn't aware of the difference. A Parson Russell Terrier, is he's on longer legs. Jack, people think of Jack Russell Terriers as being these little dogs, these little dogs on little legs, and they are. Well, Parson Russells were the same sort of dog, but bred with a longer leg so that they could keep up with the horses. I mean, it's a sad fact that pretty much all Terriers are bred for hunting of some sort of other. And in fact, I'm I'm going to be a bit nerdy here. Do, if you see the word terrier, terrier on a dog. 
It's nothing to do with terror or terrorist, or people do sometimes call them Jack Russell terrorists. It's to do with the ground. You know the French word, terre, la terre, means the ground, the earth. Well, that's where terrier comes from. It means it goes to ground. So it, it will dig holes or it will go down burrows looking for prey. That's what a terrier is. That's where they, they get their name from. A little bit of trivia there. Anyway, Jack is a Parson Russell Terrier, so he is rather larger than a Jack Russell Terrier, which means he's also rather heavier. And that will become relevant in a minute. You see, I was out walking with Jack a couple of years back, and we knew he'd got a little bit of a problem with his back, but it was only a little bit of a problem with his back. And Jack and I were about a couple of couple of miles, mile and a half, couple of miles away from home, over the fields. You see, it's a peculiarity of living here in the UK. I don't. Well, I say it's a peculiarity. I don't know if that's making an assumption that I'm I'm not sure is correct. But we have the country is crisscrossed by hundreds of thousands of miles of what are called public footpaths. They're just rights of way across land farmers fields that sort of stuff so although we're a small island we have you could walk footpaths dawn till dusk every day of your life and still not cover the whole network so we're very fortunate in that so we were about a mile and a half two miles away across the fields and we walked along the footpaths now one thing that i should also point out these are only rights of way so you're allowed to walk along this way now if the right of way is around the edge of a field that's not normally a problem. It's when it crosses straight over a field that that can become a problem when the field is ploughed. Because the farmer doesn't have to make a new path for you. You do that by walking across it. You and everybody else who walks, you trample a new path. And this is what we were at the time of year where the crops have been harvested and the, the fields have been ploughed. So it was very rough going. It was very rough going across the fields. And the reason I tell you that is is all pertinent. It's all relevant to the story. We were about, as I say, about a mile and a half, two miles away from home, and Jack just stopped, just stopped in his track, and his tail went down. And he looked up at me, and if he could talk, I'm sure he'd have said, Dad, I can't do this anymore. I need your help here. Because he was clearly in pain. His back had started to hurt him. Now, we weren't along roads or anything. So I couldn't phone Carol and say, come and pick us up. We were across the fields. And there was just me. So I looked down at Jack. And I picked him up. And that was okay. I picked him up and cradled him. And Jack doesn't normally like being picked up or carried. He, he's quite an independent little character. His tail was down. And he was looking at me. And I could tell he couldn't carry on. He couldn't carry on. So my only option was to pick him up and carry him. And he realised that as well. Because while he hated being picked up and carried, he just nestled in my arms. And so we set back. Now, I hadn't gone very far when I realised just how heavy 10 kilograms is when you're carrying him in your arms, not sort of carrying it in a rucksack. I mean, it's not, nothing in a rucksack or even in a bag, but carrying 10 kilos in your arms gets quite heavy because I mean let's face it the exercise that I get amounts to walking jack and working up at the allotment and I've talked about our allotment on other podcasts so I'm not going to go that here so it's a, a little bit of work up the allotment and I'm not proud of this that's the amount of exercise that I get because the rest of the time I'm sat here in my office stroke studio either recording like this or creating video or whatever 
So it's a fairly sedentary life I have. So just to give you a picture, it'd probably take me at least three weeks to, to train up enough to go into the Ironman World Championships, I'm guessing. So here I am carrying Jack, and 10 kilos is suddenly getting very heavy and heavier by the minute. But what, what can I do about it? I mean, and forgive me, I'm talking kilos. I'm aware that most of my listeners are in the US, where you still use pounds, right? So a kilo is about 2.2 pounds. So it's about 22 pounds in weight here we're, we're talking here over here they used to they used to sell bags of sugar in two pound bags and then kilo bags roughly the equivalent so if you imagine carrying 11 two pound bags of sugar in your arms with nothing to carry them in you've just got to cradle them in your arms so that's what it was and a mile and a half doesn't sound very far does it two miles doesn't sound very far but believe me if you're cradling this in your arms it suddenly gets a heck of a distance it wasn't a hot day by any means but the sweat started trickling down my back and my arms were cramping up. I mean, it was really aching. But I knew I had no choice. I had to get Jack home because he couldn't do it for himself. And nobody could come and rescue us. There's no way Carol could come out in the car and get us because it was over the fields. So why am I relating to this? It's, it's this idea of, have I bitten off more than I can chew? You see, I'm guessing if somebody said, how about you carry this, this rock home? It happens to be 10 kilos. How about you carry this 10 kilo rock home? Cradle it in your arms and carry it home. I might have said, okay, but I can tell you, I wouldn't have got very far where I said, are you mad? I'm going to throw this down. No, I'm not going to do this. But because it mattered to me, because it was imperative, in fact, that I got Jack home, I recognised that, no, I haven't bitten off more than I can chew here. I can do this. Because Jack needs me to. And it's the same if it's one of your kids or your spouse or somebody you care for. So if ever the, the thought crosses my mind that I've been off more than I can chew here, I just think to myself, well, how important is this? How important is this to me? Because if it is really important to me, then I haven't bitten off more than I can chew. I can handle this. Because I know I can. I know I can handle this. And, and maybe I can think to myself, well, other people have been able to do this. So what makes them special? I can, if, if other people can do this, I can do this. And it's the same for you. So that's the message. If you ever think you've bitten off more than you can chew, if you ever think a challenge is too great for you, really stop and analyse, is it? Or is it that it's just not important enough? If it's not important enough, that's fine. That's fine. Let it go. Don't, don't rise to it. But if it is important to you, then you can do it. You've got this. You can handle it. I hope that's been of help. Look, it certainly has to me because I know I can handle putting this course together. I know it's bigger than I imagined. I know there's more work in it than I imagined possible. And I know I'm having to learn new skills to be able to teach it because I'm having to sort of deconstruct what I do. And so it's that in itself is a fascinating thing. So I'm, I'm sort of cheating here because it's helping me grow. It's helping me learn in creating this course. So this is fantastic for me. So if it has been helpful to you, let me know and tell your friends as well. Tell your friends about this podcast. Get them listening to it too, because we're now up to, wait for it, we're now up to 49 countries. 49 countries this has been listened to. We're just one shy of 50. And then when it's we're at 50, we've got to push forward to get to 100 
countries. I can do that with your help. So tell your friends about it. Head over to iTunes, subscribe, leave me a review, leave me a bunch of stars as well, because all of that helps this podcast rise in the rankings, which is great for getting more people on board, more people in more countries listening to it. I will keep you informed if you're at all interested in creating videos and want to learn about how to do that and just don't know where to start at the moment. I will keep you informed about the course that I'm putting together. If you'd like me to address any specific issues in that course, you can email me. Email me aussie at whensmytime.com. That's O-double-Z-Y or O-double-Z-Y at whensmytime.com. Email me and put in the subject line video course so I know what, what it is. All emails come to me anyway. And tell me what you'd like me to include in that course. There's already a lot in there, so the chances are it's in there already. But just in case I'm missing something that's important to you, let me know and I'll put it in there. And maybe as it gets close to, to releasing that course, maybe I'll be looking for some beta testers out there who can go through the course and point out any shortcomings in it and help me improve it, which would be fantastic. Thank you so much indeed for listening. I'm Benazier, founder of whensmytime.com. And I'm here to tell you, your time is now.